is one of my favorite mentors, the man for mentors from close and afar. Uncle Tim, thank you for joining us. How are you? He's the original ferocious Buddha. I'm just looking at two amazingly handsome men right now. <laughs> Compliments will get you everywhere, especially with me and, and the eagle here. So, man, I get to see you two days in a row. Thank you for joining me on my anniversary, Tim, yesterday of the five-year anniversary. You brought so much light to my community. The comments were amazing. Yeah. I, I love being on. But, Craig, can I say something about Dave Meltzer for a minute? Is that, I mean, truly, I was telling a guy yesterday about you, Dave, is that you have been so consistent in, in what you are doing. If you look at Pat Riley, I mean, the guy was like a radio announcer for the Lakers. He played for the Lakers as well. Then he moves up into coaching and becomes this amazing coach. Watch, with the Lakers, with the Heat, with the Knicks, right? Then he goes into being a general manager. His longevity of his career is so amazing. But what did he do? He just kept building up champions and building champions and building champions. So I say that also for you, Craig. The fact that you have been tutored, mentored by the Dave Meltzer. Because not only is Dave touching millions and millions of people, now he's putting his handprint on people like never before that you guys are now touching thousands, tens of thousands, and soon to be millions and millions. So Dave, when I say that, what goes to your mind? Thank you, number one. Two, that's what you've done for me. And watching you elevate others to elevate yourself and learning lessons by reading your books, by listening to you, and now with social media, seeing you enter the social media phase, which isn't you know, necessarily easy for people that may be over 50 years old, even though they look younger, they're yeah. over 50 years old. I think you know, I'm at least able to see what it takes, the people laughing at you, scoffing at you and making fun of you five years ago, you know, for the things that you may have been doing and thinking that, you know, this is for kids. And yet without resistance, the open mind, open heart and open hands. Once again, I would not be here, but for the legends like Tim Story who have planted seeds for so many years for me to think about. And it's so nice to see what my trees have grown into with the Tim Story seeds that he planted in me. And it's my obligation and pleasure to plant them amalgamated into a Dave Meltzer brand of seed into Craig Siegel's and the other people we're blessed to work with. I'm just a fly on the wall right now, just enjoying this banter. Uh, literally two of my favorite people, Dave, like I was saying earlier, obviously a direct mentor of mine, uh, and Tim, an indirect mentor, someone I, I hold in such high regard and I respect and, and, and such beautiful words and I echo and I agree with every single thing that Tim said, Dave, about you. Uh, what a special moment right now. I love you guys. And Tim, I just want to thank you again for joining us. Um, and, and I'll dive right in. You ready for me? I'm ready for you. Okay. Um, so simple, yet so effective. And it's a, it's a life changer for everybody today. Cultivating a different perspective. One of the many things that you talk about that you help illustrate uh, so well. Why is that so important for everybody on here today? I think all three of us will understand this, is that if we were to go to a party, and let's say there's 100 people, uh, all three walk out and say, hey, that was really a great party. We 
talked to some amazing people, great conversations. Three other people can leave and say, it was boring, it was very gossipy, a lot of people got drunk. It's depending on the cluster of people that were around. So it's the cluster, the partnership, but also the perspective. And what I have learned by being around people for a long time is I have to find my cluster. I find my partners and they will help me find my perspective. So last night I had the great opportunity to be with a, a dear friend of 27 years, Smokey Robinson. So he performed. You kind of look like Smokey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been around him so long, David. Where coming off on me? But it was it was so cool because I've been with Smokey 27 years, and I was uh, the last person with him last night before he went on the stage at this packed out arena in uh, Southern California, and I just was staring at this legend. This legend that, that, that Bob Dylan says that, that Smokey is one of the greatest writers and greatest poets of all time. And to see his humility and his perspective. And I was saying a lot of things about him, but he just kept saying, you look great, Tim. You, you've kept up your energy. Uh, thank you for helping so many of us uh, get to where we need to be. And, and Dave, you know that that is rare with a lot of the people that we work with. What do you get from that little conversation I had with Smokey last night? Well, first of all, I want to reiterate one thing about Smokey Robinson. I've been in to his concerts and two things came to mind is, one, he looks great, even in the lavender suit that he was wearing. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. moreover, he's, he's one of those musical geniuses that you can't even remember how many songs that he's written and been involved with. Like yeah. he, he starts singing a song and you're like, that's his? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like every song is, is amazing because of his frequency or vibration. And what it tells me is that his perspective and meaning uh, for him is always he can't find outside of him what he can't see within himself. And he has surrounded himself with the same vibration frequency. I tell people all the time, your frequency is your neighborhood. And where that perception comes from, it's not just the awareness of who we're around, it's the options, opportunities, and touches of favor uh, from being in a better neighborhood. And if you put it into a pragmatic world, if I'm sitting in the projects of Akron, Ohio, where I was born, in a lawn chair with a Colt 45, and I have these great ideas and this great frequency, this great awareness, this great potential, skills, knowledge, and desire, and I turn for help, and I turn to the guy that's drinking next to me in the lawn chair, he may not have the options, opportunities, or touches of favor of living in a dream home gated community in Southern California where I can just walk on the sidewalk and say to someone, hey man, I got this great idea. You know, would you be interested in helping me? He's like, oh, let me just give you a million dollars or let me yeah. introduce you to Smokey Robinson or let me do this for you. I think if we look at our frequencies as our neighborhoods and be aware of three different time zones with that neighborhood. One, our past, we give yeah. meaning to these inflection points. We give meaning to these defined moments of our past. And, you know, I'll, I'll use my bankruptcy. When that happened, it was the worst meaning I could have given it that day. I had to go tell my mom she had to move out of her house because I lost that. And that's the only reason I want to be rich. But as 16 years has evolved, it has a different meaning and it's defined my present. But more importantly, when people like Smokey Robinson and Tim 
story, when they realize these inflection points, defining moments, and they act today accordingly from the lessons they've learned, there's no defined moments in the future. There's no inflection points in the future. So Smokey Robinson is looking within to see Tim's story and his own future of, hey, you have great energy, you look great, right? He's giving himself and you a self-fulfilling prophecy, reminding, remembering, and recollecting your faith of what you're connected to and through. So you're aware that I only should be in the neighborhood with the Smokey Robinsons of the world, not some dude on a lawn chair drinking a cold 45, which we had to elevate ourselves from and hopefully can elevate others as well. Okay, so Craig, can I just say this? And then I'll, let's go to you. Did you hear what he just said? Reminding, remembering, and collecting. So Dave Meltzer just, just wraps this stuff out like Jay-Z, just <laughs> spit gold. <laughs> <laughs> How powerful was that, Craig? Unbelievable. And I'm just going to say the thing I'm not supposed to say, if you, Dave, if you don't mind. Episode 73 of The Power of Them Shit, my favorite one yet. Uh, That's mine too, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Perspective is everything. Um, what's the old expression? When you change the way you look at things, that change the things you look at change. Uh, and if you could change your life, and it, it's something that Tim always preaches and teaches and really helped me is, if you, if you just turn your head and look at stuff from a different perspective, you can literally change everything for yourself in an instant. Because now all of a sudden where you, where you saw limitations or where you saw negativity, now you can see possibilities and now you can see opportunities. And also, Tim, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we're calling out all the Tim hits today. Uh, today's decisions are tomorrow's realities, correct? Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's me. Because I think when, when I was a kid, and and both Craig and Dave, we, we all relate to this. We we all had childhood challenges, but for me, I I never knew who my real dad was and and still don't to this day. I don't know who my real dad is, because bless my mother's heart, they had marital problems and I am a product of a situation. I don't know my real dad. So I know a lot of people that when this happens, they do what Robert Schuler says not to do. They nurse it, they curse it, and they rehearse it. And so I never like lived off this thing like, I don't know who my real dad is and I'm gonna nurse it, curse it, and rehearse it. What I did is I took on a different perspective and I said, okay, bless my mother's heart. I'm never going to treat her uh, any differently than my mother and a queen because who knows what was going on with her when that happened, right? But I also said, I'm going to be open to father figures, mentors, to people that could step in in that place. And that's what happened through a lot of my coaches in both baseball and football. And so rather than use that as a vacuum in my life, I use it as a victory. Right, Dave? Talk, talk about JD of Nuggets. That's amazing. Nurse, curse, and rehearse. I'm apologizing to both of you right now when you hear that on my next videos. If I do not give credit to Tim's story, I'm apologizing officially, publicly right now. It is his. I just am going to amplify it because that is genius. And I love that rehearse because a lot of people, I think you could take a minimum amount of time to nurse something, to heal it. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and you can even process it and give it a little bit of ego-based consciousness and curse it. 
But if yeah. you're stopping and dropping and rolling, the problem that I have is people keep telling that story. They no no pun intended with Tim's story because he's telling the best yeah. stories to himself and to others. They rehearse the wrong things. You know, you talked about sports, which has played a critical role in both of our personal and professional lives. And one of the things I was just with Coach Jim Mora, the senior, 87 years old, and my college football coach, because Jim Mora played football at my college. He was a coach at my college. And we were, you know, I'm blessed to have the SoFi arena to sucker these guys in. SoFi is my office. So they all came to the stadium to meet me. But we were talking about how they develop the rehearsal, the stories that they are telling and keep on telling to their players, not just on the field, but off the field, and the impact the stories we tell ourselves that we have. And I want to tell people, if you're going to be a lessons and stories person, which I believe is the key to life, learn the lesson, but learn to tell the stories, not just to be a great speaker, author, podcaster, interview, because that does help. But I have learned what stories, and I told myself some really shitty stories, guys, that, oh, yeah. you, you know, and, and one, one story, I was abused at nine, right? Sexually abused at nine. And that story lasted with me until I was with Sugar Ray Leonard. And he talked about how he hid that story and what story he told himself that Todd Bridges had been catalytic in exploring that he never would do it. And now I'm amazed, like, what damage I did to myself. And I want to tell you both, it's really important to take time every day or catch yourself when you're telling yourself a story, even stories like I'm clumsy, right? How many people walk around all day and they're telling themselves I'm clumsy? No, you're not. That's just a rehearsal. Stop rehearsing clumsiness. Yes, I love this. Hey, can I ask, Dave, can I ask you a question about Craig? Yeah. So why do you see him as now and next? Because cause me, me and Meltzer, we're like, uh magic and jordan we'll, we'll we'll find it out to see who's who <laughs> <laughs> i'm good with either all right so or he, he you know one of us could choose to be bird or isaiah or somebody else <laughs> but we're watching craig come up so 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 dave why are you excited about watching dave come up and what what does he mean to even to guys like us at our stage of what we do you know what it is, is that he has an open mind to understand his own ego. And, and yeah. when I look for people coming up, you know, a lot of times they go to blame, shame, and judge. It, you know, I'm, I'm okay using Thurber's perturbation. I'll, I'll bring it up and say, brother, you're not getting this. And I, I, all, all my clients, I test sometimes. I, I give a little perturbation and I want them to fire me. I, I want to say, dude, and, and I, I'll use a little elevation of voice, a little frustration, and say you're not getting it. And why I know that Craig Siegel is on the next chart in the trajectory to define his own potential is that I've hit him hard a few times, right? When he's walked off the stage and told me everybody loved me. And I said, no, 10% of the people loved you. 80% are trying to figure it out and 10% hated you. You're just using your ego because 10 people out of the 100 came up afterwards and said, I love you. You were amazing. You changed my life. That's not going to do it. That's not going to change the world. You got to be open-minded. And now he comes off stage and he says, Dave, what can I do better? Who do you know that can help me? This uh, radical humility is what's needed to be next. And if you're going to live your life in ignorant arrogance, not ignorant humility, 
the difference of the people that are going to make it, as you know, is not the people who say, I know, and they know they don't know, but the people that say, I don't know, do you know anyone that can help me? I don't know, do you know anyone that can help me? An open mind and open heart and open hands, that's going to get us to where we need to be. Wow. Craig, what goes through your mind when Dave tells you that? He's not wrong, you know? Um, I've grown I've grown more in the last year and a half than I had the previous 35 years combined. Uh, and the analogy, that the exact story that he said is true. And I just changed my whole perspective and how I look at things and how I go into things. Um, and, you know, it, it's humbling to hear you guys talk about this being next and so forth. And I just want to contribute, do my part, uh, make an impact, and obviously be, be as humble as I possibly can and, and really lean into that I don't know what I don't know. And for the audience watching, a lesson from here is we don't know it all, period. Uh, surround yourself with the right people like Tim, like Dave, like myself, um, that can give you awesome, special, uh, and intimate guidance on how you can be better so that we can not as corny as it sounds, but make the world a better place. Um, and, and that's what we're on the path to do. And also, um, Dave just rubbed off on me with the consistency. <laughs> yeah. Tim, I got a quick question for you because there, there's a, a beautiful triad of empowerment. And not everyone has the skills. Obviously, you're, you're like a quarterback. Your skills and knowledge determine your basement. Your desire determines your potential. Um, and you have great skills and knowledge in, in the triad. And not everyone does. There's certain people that are great mentors. They, they sit in a situation and they, they're able to give you directions and relationships to get to where they are or past them. There's great coaches that don't know nearly as much. They're not nearly as good as you, but they bring the best out of you. They bring the, and that's a, that's a coach. And then the gift of the triad is if someone's a mentor and a coach to be a teacher to be able to dummy down the shit that we know, the dummy tax that we paid, to meet somebody where they're at and to teach them without too much resistance to be able to be mentored for the directions to get to where you want to be or pass there. And also to be a coach with perturbation, motivation, fear-based encouragement and inspiration, empowering all three of those how have you developed at such a high level all three of those because you're a great coach, mentor, and teacher? Well, number one, thank you, thank you. So I think that what I had was raw talent. And then from the raw talent, I had people come almost like a potter to the clay and help mold me. And, but I've had an unusual life, guys, as you, as you know. So I remember this at age 28, when I first started to connect to Lee Iacocca, who was like the Richard Branson of our day. And, and, and Iacocca said, you teach me about spirituality and I'll teach you about business and how to run a business. And we remained best of friends until he passed in his eighties. And he endorsed two of my books. I was with Iacocca once a month that long. I remember being around Vidal Sassoon and he said, I'm gonna teach you the power of consistency of how I run all these salons, how I run this empire. And let's do this trade. You, you help me with the life coaching, I'll help you with that. So Dave, could you imagine that those men put their hands on a young kid from Compton? But let's go to the last one, Quincy Jones. That started when I was age 31. And Quincy said, you, you have a challenge. 
you, you want to be too nice. You, you want people to all like you. And he says, I think some of that is a little bit religion of like, let's not hurt anybody. He says, that's a strength, but that's also your weakness. He says, not everybody's going to love your power. Not everyone's going to love your creativity. He says, Tim, you need to just to get into that place where you just are okay with being uniquely you because you've been uniquely designed. So I would, I would say to both of you guys, people saw my potential, but they put their hands on me and they helped mold me. But Craig, I was open to it. And that's why I'm glad you got two veterans on today, two two young, good-looking veterans, that you have two young, good-looking veterans. <laughs> we got our hands on you, man. We, 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 we want you to do what's out there because there's nothing like it. There's nothing like this, man. What a privilege, right, Dave? Absolutely. The greatest gift and blessing in my life. And to actually hire other people now to – you know, go through what we went through, right? It, it, the consistent behavior when, when you do it every day for so long and then all of a sudden you get these gifts of you changed my life. Not only you changed my life, but I'm changing lives. My favorite thing about having a little bit longer tooth now is to see the young people running sports teams, running foundations, you know, helping other people, you know, volunteering around the world, writing books, speaking, doing... And, you know, it's so much fun for me to say whatever little part it is uh, that I played within a conglomerate of village of people that have elevated this young person, that is my legacy. And most importantly, Tim, and I know you'll agree with this, family, you know, to have the perspective that I didn't have 24 years ago when I was 30 years old and ignorant and arrogant to understand the impact I'm having on my own children and my wife and my family and even my mom, that for the first time, my mom, who you know is special to me like yours, my mom knows four yeah. things about David Meltzer. She tells people, David Meltzer is happy, he's healthy, he appreciates me, and he loves me. That's an accomplishment. I love this. Craig, are you open if I say something to Dave that will include you? Okay. So when I studied what he's doing, he, he, Dave got me into a conference in Dallas. That's another side of how a lot of us play with each other. We, 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 we work off each other. I was just talking, uh, Dave, the other day to Simon Meltzer about how great you are and all the things you do. And we, we, we always promote each other, okay? Um, to all the different speakers, Dave and I, we, we, we help each other. And Craig, I've said great things about you. You've said great things about me. I recognize, I want you guys to really hear this, that Dave Meltzer is most likely going to touch more people than me. You have a goal, Dave. Give me the number of, 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 of what you Over believe. a billion. Over a billion people. Over a billion. And so, Craig, I want you to hear this. I believe he's going to do it. And I'm, I'm more than all right with it. I'm excited about it. Because that's his calling. That's his mission. That's his purpose. Mine is a little different. I am, I am a comeback coach. I am very hard to beat in this space. I'm like Malcolm Gladwell. I got to 10,000 hours plus. 
So I'm going to mentor people that are going to touch more people. But Dave is really going to hit that billion mark. You catching this, Craig? So, so give us, as two veterans, where you fit in this. If he's going to touch his billion and I'm the comeback coach to, to, to put Robert Downey Jr. back on track, et cetera, et cetera, who are you to us? First of all, Dave, I want to acknowledge him. Have you ever have we ever had a guest that challenges us like this in every question? It's so much fun. Don't get better than this, my friend. This is beautiful. Well, I'm I'm just on edge to hear where you fit in, or if you know where you fit in yet. Dave, you should turn this into a podcast episode. Just a thought, uh, Tim. It's an awesome question, and, and let me be a hundred percent vulnerable, transparent, and honest. I'm still figuring everything out right now. The core message of what I want to. Uh, to give out and, and touch people with is reinvention because for a while I was very, very, very unhappy. And I thought that it was it for me. Uh, the pandemic was awakening and I reinvented myself and now I'm living in alignment. I'm fulfilled. I'm happy. I'm making an impact, obviously unapologetically making money, which is good too. Um, but I want everybody to know because everybody can relate to struggling or, or feeling like that's it or feeling stuck that you can change everything in an instant once you decide that you are meant for more. And literally, doors will begin to open and opportunities will begin to present themselves. In regards to, to how I can make the biggest impact, uh, is staying consistent, right? And, and, and surrounding myself with you guys and learning and growing and speaking and growing the podcast and all that stuff. And this isn't about me. I just want to extend the reach and let everybody know that where they're at right now is not a life sentence. You can change everything the moment that you decide to straight up. I want to add one thing about you, Craig, and especially Tim. He used the word unusual, and I'm a, I'm a word freak. I have the original dictionary that I received as a gift to look up words like prescium, which means price and value, just a word freak. I, I think that better than unusual, that you two guys are extraordinary, um, and I think it has a, a better energy and a better reflection of who you are that you're extraordinary, that the ordinary person lives their life like a tube, food in, food out, paycheck in, paycheck out. And that's where I met Craig, paycheck in, paycheck out like a tube and utilizing lessons of the extraordinary. Not unusual, he's extraordinary. He's way better than unusual. Then we can go ahead and live in the empty mile by being consistent and persistent. You know, uh, Tim, you may not have heard me say that one of my favorite lessons is the, and you see this in sports and music and success. Everybody goes the extra mile every once in a while. Yeah. The majority of the people go the extra mile every once in a while. And then what they do is they justify why they're not where they want to be by using the time that they went the extra mile every once in a while. The spirit of excellence is carried by going the extra mile every day with what you want. If you go the extra mile every day, it's an empty mile. You and I know it's far less competitive now in the empty mile that we've gone the extra mile every single day and learned our lessons, failure, setbacks, and mistakes indicating how we get here. But more importantly, this is a less disruptive, less competitive comparative place that we live, but you only get to get to the empty mile by going the extra mile every day. You're not gonna get there if it's every once in a while. How does it get better than this? That's very powerful because 
Dave does not have to go the extra mile. You know, he has a beautiful family, beautiful wife. I, I, Dave, when you post the pictures of your family, that really touches me because even when he's on stage, he's constantly talking about his family. And I know a lot of people don't like balance, but I do believe you can have balance. You could have God very strong in your life. You can have uh, a solid relationship with someone. You could have wonderful children, even if they may be going through things. But I, I, I love the way he highlights the family side. But yet, Craig, he believes in going the extra mile because the extra mile is innate in us. So I got to just throw out one Bible verse. The Bible says that God will take you from glory to glory. The, the actual Hebrew word means from new dimension to new dimension to new dimension. So we are wired to go from new dimension to new dimension, to new dimension. So all we're doing is being obedient. Yeah. I love it. There's greater than us, omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent source. Let's figure out what we're doing to interfere it, interfere with it by learning from people like Tim Story, from learning from Craig Siegel. We all have different perspective, vernacular, vocabulary that resonates with different people. But together, we can reach so many more. Um, and that's why I spend my time here every Saturday, Tim, uh, in these conversations, I will say this is my favorite yet. And it just reinvigorates me to be here after 73 uh, consistent, never missed episodes from all over the world, by the way. Uh, it's just a blessing. Uh, thank you both just so much for doing this.